Hi! You're now listening to 30 Going On 40 Podcast. This is the place where we grow up better and get wise faster. We hope you enjoy! Hello! Welcome to 30 Going On 40 Podcast. Uh, you're listening to Calvin, Terry, and Vincent. And today, we will be sharing uh, from this book called Think and Grow Rich. And today, we are on chapter <coughs> chapter 10. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoy. <laughs> but, okay. So, um, in this chapter 10, uh, it's uh, we're going to talk about power of the mastermind. So, do you guys have any thoughts on it? I'll, I'll read on some of the things that uh, some of the summary has said. Like it, uh, it says that the power of the mastermind, the driving force, power is essential for success in accumulation of money. Plans are inert and useless without sufficient power to translate them into action. Uh, so basically, this chapter is showing us uh, by which how each one of us can attain power. Uh, and he says that I, I like this translation. Uh, I like how he does the summary. But I was listening to this book. This one is something that he redefines. Napoleon Hill redefines power as organized and intelligently directed knowledge. Power, as the term used, is an organized effort. And then it basically it talks about power, power. But my gathering is like uh, it is through a mastermind. Uh, that's what he says that gaining power through the mastermind. That means that coordination of effort and knowledge in spirit in the spirit of harmony between two or more people for the attainment of purpose. So basically, my understanding of this is that uh, in order to achieve success on money or uh, whatever that we have aimed to do, uh, definitely uh, in order to gain power is to build yourself a mastermind, a group of people, uh, more than two people who able to help you achieve that. So that's my understanding of that. Uh, and I, I think I've not fully comprehended it, but I've seen how powerful it is when you get a bunch of people together. Uh, of course, it's not to find any Tom, Dick, and Harry, but you rather you find someone who, ideally, you can find someone who has a different skill sets as you, but yet they have a similar goal, or they want to, or you create a win-win, win-win situation where you can leverage their skills and their knowledge and they can leverage yours. Uh, and that's how we're able to accomplish great things. That's my understanding. That's why uh, talking about, so Carrie mentioned about like uh, when we're not recording, she mentioned about how uh, the book reminded us uh, Henry Ford's relationship with, with uh, Thomas A. Edison. There's always somebody that is there, you know. Uh, Napoleon Hill uh, was able to pull uh, one of the best sellers in the world is because he has this uh, relationship with Andrew Carnegie as well. So I realized that it's so important, like what we say, who, uh, who not how, right? So we, yeah. uh, my understanding of uh, this chapter is, uh, or my takeaway is, we really have to build a team of people who can really push us to where we cannot go there by ourselves. Uh, so that's my reason. Mm. I agree with that also because like you mentioned there, the whole some keywords are like it being uh organized or it being a cooperation among people that uh work towards a certain 
purpose uh, or desire uh, in that spirit of harmony. Lah. And I think sometimes that's a challenge. Uh, definitely with uh, a bunch of people, uh, there's that saying, uh, more hands make light work. Ma. But the, it's very important who, whose hands are those. Uh, the who, who are the right people helps to make it in that spirit of harmony to achieve uh, whatever uh, definite purpose it is at the end. Uh. So I think it's quite true. Uh. I think in history also, we look at it, almost everything that happens, those history makers, uh, uh, although it may seem like it's only one name in history, uh, but uh, they have a team or at least they have a cooperation of several people who help them to be where they are uh, to make history uh, or leaving a legacy behind. Uh. So I think also in, in my own, I can relate also on my own, uh, like the, the whole idea of a mastermind, it's that group of people who help one another to be better. And mm. uh, it, it goes also uh, to everyday life. Uh, like for me also preparing for my exam, I know for sure 100% if I were to study on my own, right? Uh, I won't, yeah, I won't be able to, to achieve it. Uh, and I don't even know how to start, where to go and all, but with the right people in a study group, you know, and then you, you help to sharpen one another. Lah. And in that, that way also helps me lah, to, to study better, to at least have confidence a bit to, to what I want to achieve. Lah. And uh, I think not just on that area, but uh, like we all, for some of us, we have a, a group of us that is a, like an accountability group to weekly set our goals and targets. I think that is something if listeners, you are listening and you're wondering at your life right now, you're probably same like us, you're in your 30s and you feel like life is not going anywhere. Uh, yesterday was probably the best time to start. The second best time is today. And you can always start with a bunch of people that you are, you know uh, you can help each other to grow in value and to be better. If not, then you can find friends who are like-minded. Uh, the world is big. You can always find people uh, or contact us if you're interested. We will help you figure it out also. But uh, I definitely encourage to have some mastermind yeah. that is uh, similar like that. Yeah, that's right. Do you guys, do you guys see that like, like right now we, we do have like a kind of very intentional mastermind. Um, I realized that in my 20s, I did not have that. I mean like we do have a very strong team uh, when we come to doing ministry and all those things, but we don't have this kind of intentional group where because Vincent talked about weekly, I was thinking that we should make it daily in terms of setting goals and then holding each other accountable because money uh, uh, money talks, right? And then they say that uh, don't do something that it costs you nothing. Uh, so when you don't hit the goal, the force to pay, right, it really kind of motivates us. And I was thinking about this. Uh, having this mastermind group is you really have to find people who are dedicated or committed, but then at the same time, it cannot be something that is benefiting you only. Right? It has to be mm. benefiting everyone. Uh, it has to be one plus one equals three. Uh, means that like uh, if Carrie does it by herself, she's going to get this result. If I do it myself, I'm going to get this result. But when we come together, we're not going to get a double result. We're going to get at least triple. That means that it is not like uh, one plus one equals two. Uh, so it's like, but it's rather you get all these minds together, you create this kind of... Uh, intentional but yet a, a, a greater result than just addition you know it's a mm, multiplication, multiplication or, no. yeah so i was thinking like let's say now i'm 33 i'm uh, 32 and a half okay i was saying <laughs> uh, but i was wondering let's say had i 
graduated with my degree, I came back uh, to KK. And then we had this kind of like this intentional group, but what do we want to achieve at 22? I, I'm not saying that I live in regret. I'm glad that we did this for one year now, uh, close to one year of our, our accountability group. I think that uh, it will really hold you to a different, you will mm -hmm. be in a different place right now. We will be talking about different businesses already, you know, mm -hmm. because, uh, but, but, but I think to find the right people is always a challenge. It is very difficult. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Because you look at the undercover billionaire, it's like how come he keeps on finding the right people? Of course, the people have to agree to be on the show. And even so, there's someone who is not a suitable fit still. Mm. You know? And then, uh, so, so there's something that I, I think about a lot. Uh, of course, it will be good that I can get in touch with people who are beyond our game as CEO or what, but then CEO will not want to entertain us unless we can give them that value. Let's face mm -hmm. it, this is the, the real world. Unless we can give value to people, people wouldn't want to hang out with us. Even in church as well, a pastor wouldn't want to talk to you if you are. You cannot give a big pastor, a mega church pastor wouldn't want to entertain you unless they feel that they can. That's my experience, okay? I'm not saying that. Uh, all the pastors are like that, but I'm saying generally successful pastors, they wouldn't even have time to talk to you unless you are able to give them that, I mean, unless you are the object of their uh, their, their evangelistic uh, goals. Uh. If mm. not, you're also a believer. And then I, I think that's something that, you know, that's just me thinking out loud. So I, I think it's something that's very important. So when you bring them up the mind group, uh, we have to find ways that people can get value. And I was I was thinking a lot. I remember last time uh, two of our housemates decided to go Taekwondo together with me. And then uh, the one of the, the one of them, the girl asked them, why do I don't like, even like Taekwondo? And then the guy responded, But you get to spend time with Kelvin, you know. To me, right, that is not a reward. I think that is like to spend time with Vincent or to spend time with Kelvin, that, that should not be uh, it should be either money. Or it should be they see personal growth, you know, that themselves like like if Kerry hangs out with me, it has to be something that I can ensure that she gets personal gain in it, you know. So I think a mastermind group has to we have to think like that, but we don't think like that from others, but we have to find if we want to build a team, it has to we have to think in terms of how can it benefit them. And then spending time with us is not the benefit. <laughs> so that's something I'm thinking about. Uh, I think a mantra that last time sometimes that uh, doing youth ministry also that sort mm. of caught on to me now is that I want to make sure that whoever spends time with me right that uh, the result of it after they have met me they leave a better person uh, or they leave rec having received value uh. and that was a kind of mindset that I tried to carry uh, not, not perfectly all the time but at least either through conversations or through actions or acts of service that the person is leaving a better person or having received value uh. Okay. Uh, talking, I asked you both, but talking about mastermind, how has, uh, I think ours is more fluid and more uh, flexible kind of accountable group for one past one year. How do you see, is there any benefits that you have gained throughout that one year besides paying money, you know? What, what do you see changes in your... Uh, mm, definitely, I see myself like work out more. Okay. Uh, it's learn for this group went for the mastermind group, I would have like, you know, just live a very comfortable life. But one thing I noticed, uh, once I had this, I was part of the mastermind group, right? Um, 
uh, I noticed the difference uh, between me and like uh, my sister. Like, oftentimes I would wonder mm. like, eh, how come she has so much time to, you know, watch Netflix mm. and all that? Mm. Like for me, like, I feel like uh, I don't have that time, you know. Like, I, I feel like after work, when mm. I go home, I have to complete my mastermind goals for that week. Yeah, so yeah. I often felt that like, how come she has so much time to watch all yeah. these things, so much free time? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so similarly, I agree. Like, for for <laughs> me, I, I think from the mastermind group, definitely uh, it is a push or motivation for myself. Uh, if you talk about it being a year ago and to where it is now, yeah, other than exercising more or pushing to be, you know, uh, at least reading more and doing things which are more, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, more productive. I think uh, for me, yeah, I'm paying. I'm paying a lot of penalty fees because maybe I didn't set my. The goal that you set is very audacious, I would say, and it's good. You, you uh, that's job. for one, uh, and I think like I hear Kerry talk about it, and then I think maybe I think it's not audacious enough. Oh. That's why I feel comfortable in saying, ah, yeah, never mind, lah. I just pay the penalty, lah. So yeah. maybe I should incur a higher penalty for myself. Or one of the goals is to not be penalized. Uh. But I think it's 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 been very helpful uh, because I think uh it at least having a mastermind group versus not having one at all, uh, I think the benefits would weigh more uh, having one. Our mastermind group, we added another person recently. And it's crazy, you know, he set those goals to me. It's like editing video and come out with video, that's crazy. And then he already hit three out of four, you know. <laughs> Maybe he, he already <laughs> had that in mind. La. <laughs> so I he know can achieve. I, I know everything we just I know it's not easy. Just, uh, it's not easy, so I'm very impressed. But uh, in this in this chapter it also talks about uh, uh Gandhi. Uh, mm. he says that he's the most powerful man now living. Moreover, he's probably the most powerful man who ever lived. His power is passive. Uh, but it is real. Of course, I don't think that he's the most powerful man ever lived, but he's <laughs> one of the, the the great person and he says that this is uh, Napoleon Hill I'm going to read it quickly let us study the method by which he attained his stupendous power let me explain it in a few words he came by power through inducing over 200 million people to coordinate with mind and body in a spirit of harmony for a definite purpose so I think I, I think Napoleon Hill said it better than I do is that if you get people to come together in a spirit of harmony with a definite purpose Mm. Uh, in brief, Muhammad Gandhi has accomplished a miracle for it is a miracle when 200 people, 200 million people can induce, not force, induce, uh, not force to cooperate in the spirit of harmony for a limitless time. If you doubt that it's a miracle, try to induce any two people to cooperate in the spirit of harmony for any length of time. <laughs> so I think that that's something that's uh, so basically it's teaching us to be leaders you know mastermind is you really have to build a team and the movies that we we watch Ocean's Eleven or even like the Star Trek Avengers it's always a team you know uh, yeah, Fast and, and Furious uh, Fast and Furious uh, all this the money highs also right like, like uh, all this is like you get a bunch of people for a definite purpose and I really think that we need to get our definite purpose really, really definite, you know, like within these eight years, how are we going to do that, you know? Mm. Uh, should we, if we're going to yeah. buy 
buy space and then rent out into tiny apartments. How do we do it together? Uh, Kerry can do the branding part and then you can do the artistic part and how can we scale it up? How do we get 100? And then I think Kerry's father is also in this business as well. He rented out to students, right? Like, uh, so uh, quite, uh, quite impressive. So I think, mm. I think that's one of the ways that we can. Actually, get. like now uh, with the pandemic hit, right? Actually, like the hostel for student business also not doing very well now. So like uh, now I, I'm seeing my parents now pivoting by, you know, like making uh, Chinese rice wine uh, to sell. Oh, very good. <laughs> respect, respect. Quite, quite a big, very big hard work. Uh. I saw them like, big, like, like, you know, like cooking the glutinous rice and it's like all hot. Yeah, like I think they made like about eight, eight big uh, bucket of the wow. rice wine. Uh. That's wow. impressive, uh. That's impressive. Like how do they sell? Yeah. I, I'm I'm very curious how your how your dad managed to get uh, people to to buy la. How do you how does um, family? It's connection long. I think he also has like friends, so he would like let them know that he's doing this now and they would get like box from them la. Yeah, boxes and oh, yeah. I'm I'm impressed la, because for me it's like to get <laughs> to get a lead is difficult. So how do you get uh uh, so so you mean that your dad is able to sell all eight buckets every time? Is it that the mom is able to sell it all? Mm, almost every time it got sold out lah. But now they are making more so that they can keep more stock so that when people need it can get it straight away lah. Yeah. Do they do they earn a lot from like, like the? I don't I don't know should I say it, but like is, is it a very profitable? Uh. I think because okay. this is like a commodities, right? So they cannot sell too high from the market price. So oh. uh, I feel like the effort and time that they put, like uh, like they're doing a two bucket now. So okay. like they did from like morning 9 or 10 a.m. until afternoon mm -hmm. 4 p.m. or 3 p.m. like that lah. So nine, nine to four is like a seven hours, right? Seven yeah, hours. Six or seven hours. And then to to be able to make two buckets of rice wine. Yeah. And then it's all done inside the house. Yeah. And then the rice wine for one bucket can earn maybe between two hundred to three hundred ringgit. So I, yeah. yeah, so I feel like uh okay. <laughs> Oh, you With want you want you want them more profitable? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of like few thousand. Yeah, but three hundred or two hundred, I feel too little. <laughs> I, I think what we should do is we should go and find the weird shaped watermelons, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Like Japan, or no? No, no, all the weird like This kind of commod, we call it commodity, right? Like, cause you I cannot sell it too high or too yeah. low. Yeah, you have to follow the market price. I think it's quite hard. Yeah. So basically, I think that the mastermind is to get people coming together and brainstorm for something. So because I was thinking about Squarespace, right? It is uh, of course it's Vincent's idea, but it, I also think that because there's a Spencer there or there's a, a friend there that is there's a there, there's someone to bounce back. There's a sparring mm. right, to to make the idea clear. So mastermind work like that. Of course, uh. I wouldn't say that it's like the most intentional. I think the Golden Hills book is encouraging us to like 
have an intentional book, uh, 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 intentional mastermind. I was thinking like, I've been thinking this for several years, you know, since since I first read the book when I was in seminary, I was thinking like, I'm in Penang, maybe I should start a book club in Penang, you know, get people who are really interested, uh, regardless mm. of their faith, and, but they, they have something in common is we want to scale up our life and also, I never had the courage to do it. So it, it didn't happen and of course that book club didn't happen but uh, we did have another mastermind group. Uh, but I, I feel that if I was able to, because uh, Stephanie mentioned to me that in a previous company, every once a month, uh, one of the Fridays of the month, people who are interested in reading, they'll come together in one person's house, a dark house, and then they'll talk about the books that they read. So wow. that's also a, a mastermind, you know. Uh, and I, I think even in church it should be like that you know that's something that yeah. I think about uh, like sorry for being uh, talking about church a bit um, churches sometimes we offer so much all these spiritual things of like uh, you will go to heaven it is more blessed but then I think if the spiritual uh, the spiritual sector starts thinking about how to help people go in the physical sex or, or in the reality in, in this lifetime is there anything of course we're not thinking about how to make them everyone rich but how can we upgrade their life like personal development I think church should play that role of course we, we, we do have this understanding of gospel where uh, everything comes from God uh, you cannot earn anything but then I feel that people are still drawn to something that will help them to become better you know in this lifetime so that's something that I think about I think that the, the, the community that we have now in our church, they come together also because they have this assumption or this belief that their life will become better on earth. Uh, they can try to explore on their videography skills. They get to improve on certain things. So I think a church should in some ways play that role. So I think that should be part of discipleship. Uh, because we look at the disciples, they end up having more confidence maybe. Mm. my understanding of it uh, there's beautiful boldness right? but then I feel that it, it did something to their life on earth as well uh, if you think about it in a way like Jesus and his 12 disciples they were a mastermind group la. <laughs> in some ways like you know, the discipleship group acts like that I think time and time again uh, Christ himself offers himself to them uh. but I think also like um I was just thinking back uh, like about this mastermind group. I think it, it what the book mentions uh, from the very beginning about definite purpose and desire. Uh, I think those two are very knit, uh, tightly knitted together and especially desire because like I, I the whole idea of mastermind on this and I was trying to also pitch the idea to some friends like uh, what if you know you, know, you want to improve your life uh, we'll be waiting to this and some of them straight up reject the ayah, no need la ayah, why pay ayah, no need. So the general mindset of there's no desire. They keep, you know, there's only wishfulness, but there's no willingness uh, from the previous chapter that we we read, right? So yeah, yeah. So from the very get-go, uh, if there is not, <laughs> if there's no desire for you to improve, uh, although you say, yeah, I want to be rich, I want to be successful, I wish I had this, I wish, then you're not willing to pay the price, but you're not willing to go for it and then you will always be there lah. and to me uh, I, I find it a bit unfortunate lah, although I, I still want to try and yeah, uh, yeah. show people lah. but that's the thing people don't 
into it until they uh, until they only see the success. Ah, then wow, how did you do that? Oh, why? <laughs> you know? So so that's the sometimes a bit of the friction on there, lah. Like like you mentioned to me, where Solaris is three dollars, three ringgit right now, like the share price, like wow, 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 wow. But when it's very low, that time people wouldn't want to join in because it's not promising. I was thinking, uh, uh, this this real incident, I I kind of show our community, our mastermind group to one of my colleagues. He is around twenty two years old. Mm. My colleague is two years wow. old. Very young, and he was telling me that ah, uh, of course he. He only likes girls, and he wants to uh, hang out with girls. And then he's like, he's in the marketing where uh, when girls come to to recruitment, and then he starts becoming very itchy. But then you hear him, right? He is like, I really want to earn more money. I really want to break the. He wants to break the three uh, to the three marks uh, uh, he, he doesn't know how and all those things. But but I find that conversations with him, uh, aside from him telling me about girls, this thing is very helpful because he he has Telegram and then. He's like Kevin, you you are like you like learning, right? Can you send me some of the things? So I send him some of the Skillshare courses, like what I, I shared to Kevin before, some Skillshare mm-hmm. video. And then it's very very. Just, I just I just send him full, and then he I thought he never, I, I never bothered to follow up on him. He says like, Kevin, I watched all of it in the toilet. It was very good. Wow. Send me more of the business and all wow. those things. And then like the. Because he saw what our our mastermind, he was like, "Tell me how many push up are you doing every day? Let's do it together." So oh. I, was like, uh, I was thinking that there are actually people who are very interested. Of course, I think he wants to break the three mark, where he is now earning two k. He couldn't break forward because he only got a diploma. And this is the education in this uh, education world is very. They are. Yeah, like that. If you mm. they look at your paper, you know. Yeah. So, but hearing from him, I think if he continues like that at age twenty two, and then if we're able to create a master, he told me that Kevin, if you have this group, add me as well. But of course, I'm not very comfortable adding him to the dynamic. So, but I I think that if people are interested, he can always build a mastermind, and revolving around them. Mm. Uh, the condition is they have to pay, uh, not paying us, but it has to. Cause them pain, you know, monetarily pain, in order for improvement. So I, I, I haven't shared my side. Like this one last year was a very difficult year in terms of there's a lot of un, uh, unexpected things happen. Uh, Stephen, Stephanie went to the hospital twice, and then we fly back and forth, and then uh, uh we experienced some financial loss, and then like uh, and then also the pandemic hit us. But I realized that. In terms of our mastermind, it caused me to read more, and I I think I think this podcast is partly because of the mastermind. I wouldn't say it is because of the mastermind, but it's because uh, we have this mastermind that we got people coming together and then really thinking of how to improve. And then like Carrie, like Carrie every day, uh, I think she put like one of her goals is in one week design forty design. That that really gave me a challenge. You know, like, well, if she is so serious about her. I should also find ways to be more dedicated with my my development as well. Of course, that it's very difficult for forty design. I think sometimes we miss hit and miss, but I think it's something that the mastermind also helps people to sharpen one another up. Mm. So I, I think, yeah. and of course, I'm not very successful in terms of getting everyone to read the same thing. But uh, full out how is still good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling, I was telling Stephanie, I said you should read Who Not How because like 
Oh, she hasn't read it yet. Actually, she, she hasn't read it yet. I said, I don't think she read it because she right now she's working and then she, whatever that her boss asks her to do, she'll try to deliver everything. And then I, I'm like, through pull out how and then through talking to learning from my manager. Because I remember my manager, we went to drink boba together the day that I told him that I wanted to design. He shared with me that he just said, no, I'm a general manager. Oh, you look at me, am I busy? I'm not busy. I'm not as busy as you are. When you guys started, you're definitely busy. You're doing a lot of things. I basically just need to manage. So so to me, there was a paradigm shift. And then he, he told me this. He says that, Kevin, don't do everything. Even though you're a Marcom and you look at the checklist, you're supposed to do like architect. You need to do a lot of things, right? And he says that, do the things that can impact the most at that moment. Like what, what, what is the greatest impact that you can create for yourself and for the company? Do those things first. Uh, so it's like the 80-20 thing. Uh. So who knows how also caused me to think like, oh, I, I should be doing because my position right now in my university, basically everything, not, not everything, but a lot of things, copywriting, social media, uh, news, uh, 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 digital, uh, news articles, PR, everything also fall under my, my pocket, replenish the marketing collaterals and all things. But I don't have to do everything, you know, I just need to focus on the things that when people see that, oh, Kelvin is working. Why, why Kelvin is working? Because Kelvin do those things that create the biggest impact. So those are things that I learned from through this mastermind and just, just pondering and, and just learning. Or else like, it would be very tiring and then we wonder why we cannot get promoted. You're, told, you're telling me about this story, right, Vincent, about how you get the draftsman to design. Uh. Yeah, because <laughs> when you were like, sharing also, uh, your manager telling you that, right? Uh... I think from the very get-go already, my boss, he I don't think he has read the book, Who Not How, lah, but I think he has the idea in mind about that whole delegation thing. And then it's quite true. Lah. I think many, many times my boss always reminds me, uh, uh, delegate, delegate, delegate. I learn to to delegate to people because, I mean, the whole concept of Who Not How. Lah, and for myself, I am able to free up the time to really do what's important or like you mentioned, or to make the best impact for the company. Uh, which until now, so still still learning uh, because it's so ingrained in me uh, of like doing everything myself uh, and I I, I will suffer uh, if I keep doing that. Uh. So I think it's, it's a good lesson to learn on that area. And, and, and I noticed about my, my former boss, uh, I, I think legend has it uh, where the stories where he, when he was working in another company while starting this uh, solar company, uh, um, he, he worked double, so he worked after five, then he will rush to this company and then work extra hours until midnight. So he, wow. of course, he neglected his family. Uh, but if you look at him today, right, basically he just comes in, he plays squash, and then he comes in late uh, to the office, and then he showers, and then he sits down, and then he just sign, and then he asks what. He basically focuses on making decisions, and the rest of the time he just read the book, and then he will find ways to get help. Uh, so, it, it was a paradigm shift for me also. It's like we, we were taught nine to five is working, 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 but basically uh, you can work all you want, but the sales people will end up getting more money. And they, they don't even work as much hours as you do once they are closing. Of course, the early stage, they work harder than you, getting clients. As I was asking Kerry also, like, how, how does his father get the clients? How, do, how does his father get to be? So I think as a mastermind, that's how we learn to leverage one another, you know? And, and I'm very, very proud of uh, the team that we have uh, at the church that we're building because we have some of the smartest people doing things that only they can do. 
yeah. the other people can do. You know, it makes our job so much easier, so we can focus on what matters. Uh, what what the greatest impact that we can bring to them. You know, Sherry, mm. uh, what else? Anything? <laughs> um, I think that uh, in this book, uh, it talks about like it's important to find a harmonious group of people. Means that people with the same mindset, <laughs> not same mindset. I mean, like having the same passion and mindset yeah. to you know to just uh yeah. to just pursue success and everything lah. yeah and i think yeah. that is true lah, when he said like putting a team together is really not easy because like when i see my company right like even though like we're in the same company but there's like different department there's like the marketing department there's the uh front of house department there's the kitchen crew department so whenever meeting like uh we would definitely like say like say our opinion or say things just to protect our department lah. So I mean um I'm not sure is it good or not, but sometimes like uh I would question that because like, I was thinking like hey, but we are the same I thought we are the same restaurant, we are in the same company, shouldn't we like you know, like one another. help one another, even though we're in different departments. It, it, it depends on how the leader rewards. Uh. Sometimes the leader is very bad one. The leaders, the, the big boss can be, wow, look at this uh, this department, the finance team is working hard. What about you, marketing? Is it like we purposely in unknowingly create this kind of competition? Uh. Of course, then it will cause the, mm. the, the departments to become very protective of their own departments, you know? Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's the thing. I think that like uh if really like a company like really want to strive, right? They they have to think how to, you know, bring every department to be, you know, united, not just thinking of protecting their own small departments. It's yeah. true, it's true. You're right. I think money is a strong motivator. Like, I think in some previous episodes ago, Carrie talked about having a design agency and how do you bring in the right people uh without having money at the start as a strong motivator, right? So I think like I think also like mastermind, uh we we impose on ourselves uh a fee so that it hurts much. So then we know that we want to achieve our goals. But at the same time also like you think about some some companies that I look at, like for example architecture companies are uh, one which is doing very well now is one of these companies who provides profit sharing for his employees regardless as long as you're working on the project you get a share and to that I think it has done wonders to his company they started off like when I first graduated uh, I didn't think of going to that company because I, I already had connections with a, with a bigger company that seemed to be more established but then little did you know like after now 7-8 years I think they are at the forefront you call about the, the young dynamic like trying to do an impact sort of thing for our small city KK that architect company is doing very well. Uh. They grew from like six, seven employees to like 30 plus now. I think probably bigger than my company now. <laughs> and uh, they all have profit sharing and uh, you, you see the difference. Uh, like uh, mm-hmm. my, my company is good, all right? If any of you somehow listen to this, my company is good. Uh, but when I first came into work, you need to work at least minimum three years before you can join for an office trip. Uh. Mm. That other company that does profit sharing uh, a friend of mine who went there to work but eventually resigned. That within the same year itself, uh, he could join them for office trip, full expenses yeah, paid yeah. and everything. Uh. So the whole mindset of how, how you carry that, I think it, it, it makes a difference. One, uh. And we hey, talk about... 
I think your colleague doesn't say bad things about that company also when he resigns. Yeah. He, then, yeah. <laughs> do you think you would want to start, you know, your own firm? <laughs> I would want to, uh, but I, I've been in this industry long enough to know that it's really not easy. Uh, and I know myself the best. Uh, if I want to do so, right, I know I need a partner. Uh, and uh, my, my current partner in freelance jobs, he hasn't gotten his part two, part three yet. And to open my own firm, we need that. Uh, so that one I have to hold, put, put a rain check a first. Uh. Partner for you to start the firm? It's, it's, it's he will be a... Uh, but unfortunately for our Malaysia laws, we if you to do a partnership, he also needs to have a license. Uh, so a part two, at least a part two, is it? Uh need until part three. Oh both or the part two. Uh, if your partnership uh, if I want to have him as a like a helper partner sort of thing, then I still can uh, it will be me opening like a sole proprietorship law uh, then. But, but it's, it's like a fifty fifty, uh, but it's out, it, outside is your name. Uh. Uh, that that can work lah, but then also will be a bit complicated in terms of paperwork lah. So let's mm. see lah. You're going for a class now, right? Maybe they are taking part three also. Maybe can. Yeah, you can find yeah. 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 a business partner. Yeah. They all oh, of right. them, I think, have their own dreams because <laughs> okay. they they are they are close friends ah. It's actually Carrie's classmates last time in school in high school or oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's also I think there's also one of Carrie's friend that that I hope to interview soon. Uh, it's also 1990, 1990, born in the year 1990. Uh, a lot, a lot of batch, but uh, he's, he's doing very well in Sydney. Uh, I was thinking, Kerry mentioned about this team thing. Uh, like, like, it's very valuable, you know, like people who are very successful are the ones who are able to build a team. And then sometimes we, we, we underestimate, you know, like, like we as a youth leader, we being a youth leader uh, throughout the years, uh, our job. I, I know that our job is uh, preaching and all those things, but I think one of the most important thing is to build a team. You know? And then when you build a team, regardless of whether are you eloquent in your speech, are you are you very inspirational, are you very edgy or, or very fashionable, it's not important. If you're able to build a team, you tend to get more reward. You know? and, and then in the company, sometimes people say like, yo, my boss, he doesn't do much, but how come he earns more than us? Uh, we do all the work because he builds the team. That's simple. Mm. That's that's mm. the simple it's answer. Not easy to do that. A good leader, lah. A good leader will uh, do so. Uh, a good leader, you build the team, and and the first early stage it will be very difficult. Then people will join you with the chair, but then they forgot that who put the foundation there. You know who yeah. who designed the Or let's say the the leader did not build the the entire team, but he may manage to attract the right people in. And then you get to leverage on it. So I, I think that uh, in church or whatever it is, sometimes people forgotten that why the leader gets to experience more reward, right? It's because he puts in the time to build that team. Uh, and then it becomes easier later. Uh, mm. but, a lot, but not a lot of people are willing to do that. So I'm thinking like Carrie's agency, it will be very difficult at the start. But then once she does it, right? You'll be closing then maybe her future colleague is like, yeah, oh. <laughs> it just not sometimes if she hired the wrong staff will be like, yeah, how come I work harder? My boss, like, that's why people like to gossip about that boss. But then this boss. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing make me like, mm, like stopping me. Oh, yeah. If become a boss, will, will, will my, you know, will, will people complain or, you know. I mean, like, we have, we have our friend, right? The parents in big bosses, right? 
they ten o'clock you can still see them at bed, you know. They don't practice the miracle morning when they wake outside, but then ten o'clock they are still at bed. And then they will tell him that hey, sleep more, sleep more, it's healthier. So they're they're very wealthy. But then people forgotten that the fact that he builds big companies and then he goes to China to get all the stock. Mm. Or they could, and then he's constantly finding ways to get money and all that. So we, we cannot measure them based on do they work nine to five, but rather uh this mastermind basically I'm reminded is to help one another to find ways to solve the biggest answers. Uh, our friend, I don't even think that he works uh, 40, 40, he, he has a 40-hour work week, you know, but he has a very high, uh, very uh, profitable skill. So I think one of the jobs that we can do is to help one another to find our own niche and our profitable skill as well, and then we help others in other areas, you know. So, yeah. These are, these are the things that I, I, I think about more because I, I had a conversation with my dad also. Because we, we all grew up working, my, my dad uh, worked in church. And my dad says there are some pastors who can write the sermon within half an hour. So you can finish a sermon within half an hour. Oh. But because it's a church, because it's a church setting, right? Uh, you work in church eight hours. For us, maybe preparing the sermon will be 16 hours to 20 hours uh, because we are still rookie. Uh, but for him, he can be half an hour. Then my dad's question is, just because he can work half an hour to finish a sermon, does he need to show to the church members that he can sleep, he can walk around and relax? He cannot, he has to find ways to <laughs> show that himself is busy because I think the world still measures people based on nine to five, you know. Yeah. But but that's something that I realized that we have to know, we have to know that there's a difference, you know. Carrie can design a thing within half an hour and then I design a thing based on three hours. Uh, she can charge 150 I can only charge 100 uh, but it's, it's, it is what it is uh, mm. uh, because she was solving a problem uh, and I'm wasting my time uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so these are the things that I'm thinking about in terms of like uh, building a team solving big problems and, and uh, that's why the, the bosses ends up getting more share of course uh, in America, there is a boss out there who do reverse. Uh, he gets 10%, then he divides the 90% of the revenue. His, oh. his own staff gets paid more than him. I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Either I'm going to do voluntarily or uh, I'm going to get paid by, get compensated by my, my efforts in building a team. So that's my understanding. Do you, think, do you think you let your team know like how much you earn for the company? Like, Let's say you have a company, uh, like will you let them know like or how much the total revenue is? I, I will let them know the total revenue, but I wouldn't let them know how much I earn unless if it goes public, they will know. I have no choice. Everyone knows. Like like now, now those whatever company is listed, people will know. Like I know mm-hmm. that oh my boss actually earns like uh uh six figures every month, you know, like uh but he deserves it, uh, you know. <laughs> Okay. Eight or six figure, uh, five figure, not not a lot. Uh, two hundred k or two hundred k, I think two hundred k. You're a lot, lah. Two hundred k, but but it's in the public, uh, you know, and, and but I I don't think that I don't think colleagues between colleagues should even discuss about how much they earn also, uh, because sometimes immature people will start to measure you based on how much you work based on their own effort. You know? I agree. Uh, Jocelyn will be very upset with Vincent, for example, because Vincent is an architect, and then you see Vincent maybe not holding the pencil as much as they do, and then they are like, 
searching there, putting on helmets, and then like, why, why it doesn't manifest to my the money? Uh, it's because yeah. they're not. Uh, Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I'll share off record. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, cannot, cannot. Uh, I think usually not, not wise. Uh, but, but in the mastermind, if you share, right, it is more your, your, for your team to challenge you. No, double it, triple it. Uh, I think that should be. Uh, that means that uh, like I look at Carrie, I don't see, she tell me, let's, let's say, uh, she says, uh, I earn 10k. I earn Okay, 20 can make it 20. Let's think of how to make it 20. So I think that's the role of the mastermind, you know. Uh, 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 where it's not like, it's not, I, I don't like, I think sometimes it's very dangerous if, if we get too close to people and then people start using you as a competition. Mm-hmm. But in the mastermind, it's not a competition. It is to complement one another, uh, to push one another. That we look back, it's like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for Kerry and Vincent's uh, contribution and, and their, their, their brains, you know, their minds. Uh, mm. uh, so I want the three like, I want the one plus one equals three I don't want the two uh. if it's two then we don't need to work together uh, in fact I want one plus one equals seven you know so, so I think in that context to answer Kelly's question then I think the income that we share is mostly to spur you know mm. uh, so I think mastermind I, I, I don't know how close a mastermind should work I, I know that uh I wouldn't recommend people living together if, uh, unless they're willing to be, be very uncomfortable. So I wonder like how do the K-pop uh, artists do it? They live in dormitories, you know, they have to perform together, they have to mm-hmm. argue, and, they, and then it's very, very gruesome, you know, like the ladies, they will, every week they have to be, they have to, they have to report their weight, you know, they have to stand on the scale, and then if they are 50 kg, then the manager should shop. So and so, 50 kg, you know, like, it's very, very embarrassing. And then they eat sweet potatoes and all. But for me, it's like, you find a mastermind, but you make sure that you have your own personal space too. <laughs> so that means that... Uh, I think nowadays, uh, I noticed that the trend is that uh, people are, like, focusing a lot of, like, community. Like, if mm. you look at Facebook, there's a lot of group, like... Uh, advertising community, marketing community, there's plenty mm. of to join. Yeah, so people are seeing the benefits of being in the community nowadays. And there's a lot of all these MLM communities also. Where, uh, oh, yeah. Every not, day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, join my team, join my team. But I think people have this idea, they always be a special case, uh, but whenever you join the MLM team, my, my opinion, uh, this might be uh, don't 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 get sold to a dream where the person says, "Look at me, I I do this for six months. Now I got a Mercedes Benz." He went in at the right time, and then he, he might have some skill sets that he has, and he could be the early adopters. You come in, you should dream where, if you can have half of what he has, then you join. If you are okay with having what at least uh, like like the most half of him, like let's say he's doing this uh he's doing ten k, and then your 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 MLM you can regularly achieve 5k and you're happy with it then you join it and then if you surpass him that is a bonus uh. so that's that's the thing that i'm thinking about uh, like and then with this community i think community has to help people i have to serve you uh, for example or i have to serve you and vincent uh, uh scary and vincent or like 
or for you, you have to figure out a way to serve one another. That's that's what I think. Uh. A little bit like church, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So so maybe I, I think like I think what what we can do, like even though we are doing this podcast is that just Vincent talk about this weekly thing. I'm thinking like how do we make it daily, you know? <laughs> that we set three we discipline ourselves, we set three goals and then if we didn't achieve it then there's a penalty and all that. I think that will make our lives easier. It, it can be anything, you know. If you like Vincent, you want to read through the Bible and all those things, you put that as a daily, you know. I have to read that four chapters today. Mm. Uh, I, I think that would work out. Of course, it might cost legalism, but who cares? Uh, once that problem comes, we'll solve it later. But we'll be in a, in a better place. Anything to that? I think we, we covered quite a lot of things. I was thinking like uh, some of those popular like leaders, leadership gurus such as like uh, like uh, Louis Howers and all this, mm. right? Would you, like if you have the money, would you pay to join their community? I will, I will. If I, if I have the money, I will. Uh, ben Sullivan and Peter Diamandis, right? They, uh, they met each other in a mentoring, mentoring group. But oh. in order to join the, the mentoring group, right, you have to first pay 50k, you know, 50k. Wow. I know, 25k, 25k. So they, they were in this coaching group where there are hundreds of people who pay that amount of money and then they help one another. The job is to, I need to be accountable to you. So I, I realized that a lot of all these top uh, people out there, every year they still pay money to get coached uh, or to get an accountability group. And then they're paying like, 50, 50k, 20 to 50k. That's a lot of money. Um, but the kind of people that can afford, you know that the, the kind of brains that they have, uh, what kind of people, same as same as you renting a house, like for example, if you rent in a in a low-cost area, the kind of community is is what you get, you know. But mm. if you put pay extra and then you live in a place where uh, it is bosses, of course you're paying more. But that kind of exposure is different because I was thinking about like environment does mastermind is also like a form of the environment. Mm. Uh, my brother was telling me about one of his best friends who went to the United States uh, and then working now currently he's just doing those kind of grab drivers like Uber drivers. But he was telling telling my brother like hey, the, the environment is different when you're in the United States is a state of abundance. Uh, even though he's living a happier life, he's Kids, you, you see, you listen to his son, right? It's like they speak good American accent English, and then the, the kind of exposure. So environment does help. So when we pay more, right? That's something that I'm trying to change my mind because in Sabah and then as an Asian, we always look for the price, right? So sometimes you pay more. Uh it limits those people who are not serious, they don't join us. But when yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the kind of people that you get is quality people, you know. Of course, you can always get information online for free, but then once you you pay, right, you know that those people who can afford are, are the ones who are willing to pay that much money are people who are very dedicated. Mm. So that's my, that's my paradigm shift recently. Uh, so for example, if I find a, an environment to live, right, I want to look for an environment that I aspire to be. You know, Of course, we can always find, me and Stephanie, we can stay in a 400 ringgit room, you know. Uh, some people do that. Uh, I don't think that's the way to work. Uh. I'd rather not save but increase 
my capacity be to earn money uh, mm. through being in a very uh, in a in a in a different environment. That's why for me also, I think about it, you mentioned about environment. Uh, I think about my workplace and everything also. Like it, you can see the difference. Uh, I, I've, I've uh, crossed, uh, rubbed shoulders with people from Singapore, KL, mm. and even in Penang also. Uh, like you can see the huge, huge difference uh, with the office or maybe overall in KK with what we work here. So there are thoughts also sometimes like, yeah, if there's a change of environment, uh, how would that look like? Uh? So I think that one is food for thought for me also. And then like I'm thinking like because we, we, we are all working in office, right? There will always be people who are very pessimistic, like things like, oh our boss sucks, uh, like, yeah. uh they're not enough one, no give increment. Uh, like like we see your boss as a handout like that. So for me, like I cannot change my environment, of course. But what I can do is I have this mastermind where we talk to people where okay, we are still in our nine to five, our red race, but we can there's a place that we can get away with. Okay, I talk to Gary, I talk to Vincent, and then, okay, change my mindset. And then when I go to work, I have something to look forward to, not and not just every month. How can I take that money and then generate to other things, you know? Mm. Uh, so that's what I think we're basically demonstrating how mastermind works uh, to our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a form of it. Good uh, talk. Good talk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I hope I hope listeners you do enjoy our take on this mastermind. Uh, this is uh, episode nine nineteen, and then uh, we hope to finish this book very soon. I think we should do reach that poor that what do you guys think? Can also. Yeah, we talk about reach that poor that. I think that's something that of course I think he's a little bit different from Napoleon Hill. He believes in general having general uh being a jack of all trades knowing a little bit here and there. But this uh, this book talks about being specialized and then then Sullivan also talking about being specialized, you know. So I, I, I I'll take it with I, I depend on how do they apply it. I think both of them are right in certain contexts. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope to see you guys in the next episode. This is 30 going on 40 podcast uh, where you grow up better and you get wise faster. Hope you guys can see that we're getting wiser. Alright, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.